Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, The Grassroot Graphics, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor, is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Welcome to this week's episode of The Saturday Manager. I'm Mick Pusick, your host and manager of Bride and Ropes Reserves, who play Kent County Division 1 West. We've got a really busy episode this week, a great interview coming up a bit later on with Gary Watson of Red Velvet and now Kent United, more on that to come later. We'll have a look over the week we had at Bryden Reserves, preparing for our latest game, which was against um, South East Athletic. And we'll also then take a look at all the results, all the classified results from our division, and we'll have a look at the tables and we'll have a look ahead to the upcoming fixtures. So starting off then, um, we've had a, a really good week uh, with the reserves, uh, really good training session last Wednesday as this is being recorded, um, as we were leading up to the uh, fixture on the Saturday the 2nd of September. Um, training was really good, we had um, very good numbers, we were working on some possession and kind of getting the, the squad kind of up to speed with how we like to play. Um, as we said, we've got the core of the squad there, we've brought in maybe five or six new players, so it's just kind of getting everybody integrated and, and used to our style and, and what we expect of them and their individual responsibilities. But the session was really good, another, another good turnout, very good numbers. And um, we kind of set the scene for how we wanted to set up and, and what we wanted to try and do when we played South East Athletic, who we were playing at home. So it was a, another match at um, the Meridian, our second home game of the season. So it all went well. Um, we moved nicely on to Saturday, the match day. It was a 2.45 kickoff, uh, quite a warm day. The, uh, the the pre-match went well. Everyone turned up on time as usual. Um we got them warmed up well. Stuart did some good work with the lads on the on the uh, pitch, getting them ready, getting everything in place for the game. Uh, brought them in, had a quick team talk before we went out, and basically we just went over what we we've spoke about in the week prior. We you know our shape, um, what we had, what we how we wanted to set up when we had the ball, the change of shape that we'd use out of possession to try and keep things a bit more solid from the prior week against Crayford. Um, we knew South East Athletic had a, a, have improved a lot. You know, fair play to the coaches there. They've done good work. Um, I think their prior game, they played um, Kent United, who are a, a Premier Division side, and just came off, you know, on the wrong side of a 1-0 defeat. So, 
you know, if you can get that kind of result against any um, Premier Division side, then obviously, you know, you're more than capable of beating anybody on your day in our division as well. So we knew we had to give them full respect and, and, and you know, really um, be up for it. Um, kickoff game started OK. I, I would say fairly even um, on possession. Um, you know, we were kind of um, testing them out. I think we probably had a few more chances than, than they did on, on goal. But um, their keeper made a few good stops. But, you know, they, they kept us honest and they kept the ball really well. They kept possession well. Um, we'll come to the VO stats afterwards, but when we recorded it, it you know it 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 was a very close game indeed. Um, as the half went on, we kind of got more into it, and I think um, around probably about half hour in, um, quite a from a quite a safe distance, we had a, a free kick um, just past the halfway line, maybe three or four yards past it, and on the left flank. Um, so we decided to go a bit more direct on it. We've got some big lads now, so why not try and make the most of it where you can? We set them up quite high in the box, and our left-footed midfielder, Tommy, he's been absolutely brilliant for us. Um, He's just hit an arrow in, and it's really troubled him. It's kind of dropped down in the six-yard box just by the back post, so it's a difficult one. It has travelled a long way, but it's kind of held up a bit in the wind, so it's quite hard one, I think, for the keeper to really judge um, when it's going to arrive and where it's going to arrive. Um, Tommy's brother, Charlie, what a, what a great one too, turns up on the back post, gets up, uh, great connection with the header, and, and we're 1-0 up, and, and we're off and rolling. Uh, about five minutes after that, I want to say it's probably within the next five to ten minutes, didn't get the timing stand, but... Um, Safi Safalek back on the ball, um, coming at us, we're in a half, about two-thirds up the pitch, um, just outside our box, and it breaks down on uh, transition. And then um, our, our wide winger, Ted, who's um, a new, another new player to the club, he's been um, absolutely fantastic in all the games so far, Really, real, a real talent and uh, great engine, great delivery, and, and, and he's got goals in his game, goals to his game as well. So he's kind of like everything you want from a, from a winger, really. Um, he's picked the ball up, um, probably 15 yards inside his own half, then he's just drifted past the first man, drifted past the second. And then as soon as he's got to the wing, you know, head down, and he just, you know, took it all the way to the edge of the box. Um, our forward, um, George, he he's seen the run, and he's made a perfect run. He's peeled off of off the centre back into the box, so he's probably got about three or four yards of space there. Um, Ted, he's done wonderfully well. His heads up. He's seen he's seen George's run, and he's just curled in, like whipped in a, a, a fantastic cross past the defender, and pretty much straight into um, straight into George's run. He, he's come onto it and kind of jumped and made like a half volley or a, volley, a side volley with the ball and just swept it in for a really clean finish. And um, all the goals, all the highlights are up on um, Twitter. So if you look at Bryden Reserves on Twitter there, you'll see our uh, wonderful um, social lady, Summer, has done a really good job on that. So you can see all the goals um, as as you wish when you when you have a look on there. Um, came in at half-time, nil-nil. At two 0 even um, said to the lads, you know, very good start. Um, they're they're a hard team, Southeast of Leg. I said, what we can't afford to do is get overconfident 
um, and let them get the next goal. You know, I think it, even at 2-0, the next goal, South East Athletic, if they get it to 2-1, you know, their tails will be up and we'll just make life a lot more difficult. We need to get the third goal. Um, and then once we've got that, we can kind of, you know, try and um, manage the game a bit better and, and, and see it through. Um, so second half kicked off. Um, we didn't make any changes to start with. Um, we kept it as it was for the first half. We did have a few subs, but we felt that at 2-0, we, we were just getting into our stride and we just got a bit of rhythm to it. And as much as I love to give everyone minutes, um, it just felt like we needed to kind of have that continuity into the second half and see if we could pick the rhythm up from there. And sure enough, we did. Um, we went um, 3-0 up, I would say, uh, within... Within the within the hour, yeah, about 10, 15 minutes in, um, another great finish. I think that was another finish from Charlie. Um, so that was two for Charlie on the day. And 3-0 up, um, looking comfortable. Uh, play went well. Uh, we kept the ball. We were moving it nicely, I must say. Um, what we wanted to improve on from, from the Crayford game was just keeping the ball better, playing playing the simpler passes and trying to play the ball through the thirds. Um, you know, direct balls when when they're on and they're needed is is all well and good. But equally, we don't want to become a team that kind of just looks to move the ball forward too quickly. You know, we don't like to see it. It doesn't give your players time to get into the right positions. You know, you make a couple of passes, the players can react to that, move with the ball, get into better positions. And uh, I think that there's more opportunities that create that way of, um, you know, finishing, finishing and getting goals. Uh, about five minutes after that, um, we, we build up, we get a corner. It's um, from the right side, so it's an in-swinger of the left boot from Tommy. Uh, it's a lovely ball, um, real penetrating one. It's curling, and because it's the in-swinger, it's curling towards the goal. Ted, who had the great assist in the first half, he, he's picked up the run perfectly, met the ball side on with a volley, and we're 4-0 up, and the game's um, looking very good. Um Credit to to Southeast Athletic. They've kind of come back um, within the next few minutes. We we maybe got a bit overconfident, but they've 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 made a really good run. They've got onto our centre back, um, and it's kind of one of those from memory where it's a bit of a pinball where the player's running with the ball and he, our player's gone to put a bit of a block on it, and it's kind of blocked it into their player and come off his shin and then run perfectly for him into the box. So he just come in and, and dispatched it really coolly. So um, they, they they get it back to um, 4-1. And this is from memory because there's a few goals in this one, but I think it went to 4-1. Um, from there, um, there was uh, another that they scored again. Um, I think they got it. I think they got it back to 4-2. From 4-2... We then, from the kickoff, pretty much took the ball up to the other side, um, and uh, Dom centre mid gets the ball really well, plays it into space between their left back and their centre back. Um, Ted's peeled off perfectly, made a really well timed run, ran into the box and just slipped it through um, uh, through the keeper's legs. So that makes it um, five two. Um, we're then looking to see the game out. That 90th minute free kick on the edge of the box, a um, bit similar to last last week with, with Crayford with the positioning of the free kick. And again, um, one of their lads steps up and just drills a very low strike in inside the post, um, pretty much for the last kick of the game. 
uh, finishes um, five three. So overall, a really good performance. We kept the ball well. We moved it around well. I mentioned the VO um, credit Savvis Athletic. I think they they out possession just on the game. I think it might have been about fifty four forty six to them. So they did have a lot of the ball and they kept it well. But we were just more clinical with with what we did with the ball when we had it. Um, so it was a really nice um, feeling to get a another home to get our first home win of the season. Um, we had SCT at home, reserves at home on the first day, and that was a draw. So we've got four points. Um, all the points have come from home games, which is wonderful. And um, we will we we know we need to um, kind of start working on our away form um, because. It's going to be really key to any hopes we've got of kind of, you know, climbing up the table. So next week, um, we're away to Bromleyans and they're a new um, side to our division. They were, they've just stepped down from the Premier Division, so they're a very good side. I think they, they won their first two games, um, so they were, they were doing really well. They had a great start, um, but I believe they've lost their last two now in the league. Um, but they're still sitting nicely on six points. They're only three points out of the promotion places um, and I'm sure they're going to be um, a really you know another really tough game and um, we don't know too much about them so I guess we'll we'll find out more on Saturday when we when we see them there um, coming up next we've got the a really interesting really good interview with um, Gary Watson and we'll be catching up on all things Red Velvet and a new venture with Kent United stay tuned We're now welcome to the show, Gary Watson. Gary, hey, keeping. Nice to have you back. I'm very well, thanks, mate. It's glad to be back with you. Our first guest of the new season. So what a way to kick it off. So let's have a quick catch up then. Obviously, when we spoke last time, um, secretary over at Red Velvet, season was going well. It was kind of on a bit of a knife edge. You were, you were on, a, on a little bit of a roll there. And I think you were second at the time. And, you know, how did it all finish off in the end in in, in the uh, Prem Division for you? Um, we finished it badly, I'd say. Um, okay. We end, we end up fourth. Right, OK, um, so most, we, most people, that's a decent season, but you had very high standards there. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, when you look at it, you only, we only kept, two players in the end from the team from the year before the Premier Champions. Right. So bringing in a new manager, new coaching staff, new team. It was sort of like big, big, big transformation, new grand. I mean, full faint, too sad to tell the truth. It's a very young team. Average age would have been about 24, 25. Um, and like I said, we finished fourth in the league, but we did make it down to Mason for the Kent Intermediate Shield, which we we won. Well, there we go. So let's get into that a bit more then. So you made, because I think you was in the semi-finals last time we spoke. So you got through that hurdle, got to the final. Um, when was that played? In May? Oh, God. May, yeah, I think it was May the 13th. I was saying, oh, yeah. you know what? It feels like... It does. It feels like, I mean... It was a great day. Out. I mean, where was it? Where did where did you play? Sorry, you just say. Where was the it? Gallagher. We played at the Gallagher. 
at the Gallagher. Gallagher stadium, oh, right, Maidstone. sorry, in Maidstone. That's the um, nice big stadium yeah. there, isn't it? Ah, oh, it's the beautiful with the 4G. Yeah. The, the only thing that was annoying, it was, um, I think if I'm right, it was a 10.30 kickoff. Right, all right, okay. So it's a bit of an early start, isn't it? For it, I mean, when you thought, if it was a Sunday morning game, then I, I don't mind that. But yeah. we're a Saturday afternoon team. Yeah. yeah Even, but, you know, uh, midday's early enough, you know, 10.30, you kind of... Yeah. You want to take the day in, didn't you? And it's, it might feel a bit rushed, hurried, getting up early. So who was your opponents in, in that one? We we played Stansfield, the reserves, the, which is obviously in our league, mm-hmm. the Kent Prem. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it was a bleak and long day. Ten for, but, yeah, we went one nil down early, but mm-hmm. we covered and we won 4-1. 4-1, and... So, you know, all in all, you know, it kind of puts a little bit of a nice sheen on it, doesn't it? It adds a little bit of polish. Disappointing um, to finish fourth in the league, as you say, by your yeah. own standards. But when you finish, with a, you know, a cup final and a cup final win, nice yeah, nice for the uh, morale, isn't it? It's always a good oh, day. It, it, photos and beers and whatnot. That's, it's, you, you, you're never going to beat a cup final day, especially a cup final victory. I don't... You can win leagues... But I think it's something about a cup final that makes it a little bit special. Yeah, right. absolutely. It, it's, it's everything into one, isn't it? You know, with a league, yeah. obviously you're playing it over however many games, 15, 20, yeah. 30 games, depending on how big your division is. And you kind of, you can bite away a little bit. There's no jeopardy. You know, you get a draw one week. Well, fair yeah. enough. We've dropped a couple of points. But look, next week we'll win. We'll win. In the cup, there's no coming back, is it? One bad result and you're out. And when you get to the final, it's all or nothing, isn't it? It's like there's it's no next week. There's no coming back from it. And the nah, disappointment, I've lost cup finals before, and the disappointment's huge. Yeah. So yeah. The, on the other side of the coin, the uh, the elation when you win it is equally as huge, isn't it? Oh, this, um, this it. To win, like you said, the same as you, lost a few, won a few, and it's you just can't beat that feeling, especially when you get the cup in your hands, like when the players eventually get round to giving it to you. Yeah. I mean, I've been lucky now that I've won Kent Junior, Kent Junior C, Junior B, Junior A, and now the next one up. Yeah, senior. Can't yeah. ask for more. What you've got the ticked all the boxes in Kent uh, Cups, I yeah. think now pretty much, haven't you? That's, well, that's it. I mean, it's obviously the the senior ones, but hmm. obviously we got we've got a chance in the next round again for this season under Kent United. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not well, we'll come to that then. So, because interesting, yeah. so I've been looking at obviously looking at the Prem Division this year and see there's no um, red velvet in there. So, talk us through that. What's 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 happened and how how did it happen? When did it all start? Oh, blimey! Um, it must have started just at the beginning of May, just before the end of the season. Mm-hmm. My good friend Manny at AMG Bowlers. Um, we was having a chat like we normally do once or twice a week. We would talk general football stuff, blah blah blah. And he was telling me that they was in the pipeline of moving grands, right. and he was telling me about the owner of the new grand. And so I just made a flippant remark: Would he be interested in the first team? Mm-hmm. So man, he said, "Oh, I'd ask him." Oh, he had nothing to lose, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, a couple of days later, I get a text back. 
con- could I would would I contact th- this Matt? So I contacted Matt. We spoke. Um, the two managers of Belbit when they met uh, Matt. Within a half hour talking of what his aims and his dreams was, it was a case of like, where do we sign? Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. So he he had a first team there because all we had was 15 youth teams. Right. His aim is to sort of take this football, uh, his football club, mm-hmm. into senior football, like, and, and beyond. Mm-hmm. And basically, he would have, for him to do that, he would have to start down the bottom, which yeah. is the Bromley League. Yeah. Now you start in the Bromley League, then you've got Kent, one, two, yeah. three, four. Yes. So you're talking at least five years. This mm. is like, this was an opera that it was too good for both parties. Mm-hmm. I couldn't provide this kind of football, the setup, because mm. we didn't have the sponsorship. Yeah. Matt's got it, Matt had yeah. everything. Yeah. He needed a team. We needed that to progress. So it was a match made in heaven, I you think. Say it's like a good marriage, isn't it? It sounds like. So um, Matt's role then is chairman or? Club, club chairman. Club chairman. And of... so the new club's called? Kent United. Kent United. And so some people might remember there was a scaffold team with a similar name before. There was so... a very, very similar team, but yeah. it's got nothing to do with it. Uh-huh. Team whatsoever. So it's a new entity. It's just come out, and yeah, thanks, so you guys. So the, the the interesting thing here, I think, it's very exciting for for you guys. So essentially, you've kept your your management and, and most of your squad, and you've yeah. formed them. Um, yeah. Oh no! Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. Well, yeah. let's come. Let's park it there a minute. But from um from what you're saying with the ground, so what, where is the ground? Where is the ground? ground? The ground is the um, the Glentworth Club in Lowfield Street, which is oh, behind. Nice one. Is that the one in um, Central Dartford. Park in Dartford at that's the bottom it. there? Yeah, right. that's it. That's oh, right. yeah. That's a nice little stadium there, isn't it? It's a lovely little setup. Absolutely yeah. lovely setup. It's um, so it's right behind the swimming pool. It's got yeah. everything. It's training facilities. Lovely big changing room, which is what you don't really get. If you know what I mean? I do. The plant. The, the chairman actually got building plans to build a brand new entire changing block. Oh, nice. They've got planning uh, for, for expansion yeah, got, or improvements. That's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's the plan. The plan is to go bigger. Mm. Um, he's, the chairman is how he's done it, but he's, mm. he's got investment, 10 to a none. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's like I said, how he's done it, I do not know because what, when I tried to get investment, it was like, nah, sorry, mate. Yeah, you got to know. Yeah, sometimes you've got to know the, what doors to the right doors to knock on, haven't it? And it and yeah. if you're coming at it from the outside, it's very difficult to get serious investment. You can, you know, everyone can get a kit sponsor or you know get yeah. a little bit of help here and there with something or another. But when you're looking at the level that you're at, because like yeah. you were saying, I think I, I think I remember from my chat last season, I was asking you, you know, you guys finished, you won. You won the title. You were top of um, division, Prem division. But yeah. I'm saying, you know, next step, Skeffel then. And you was like, love to, but and we kind yeah. of had a bit of a chat about That's how the cost jumped up. You know, the cost of the stadium, 
all the the travel, the the the, um, the referees, the fees, the um, oh, the, entertainment, the, you know, the food, yeah, all of those things, and it kind of well, wasn't right for you at the time. But it sounds I like mean, this could this this may be a solution to that for you, you know. Oh, you it's, win the division, it, but it, it solved every problem that we had. Yeah. In just one tick, it's yeah. it's it's amazing, absolutely. And, like I said, it's everything that every player wants mm -hmm. to play at a certain level. It's there for them. Yeah. So, yeah. sort of, I mean, like I said, there's no cost involved. There's no signing on fee. I mean, obviously, the players have to pay their own fines, which I. Well, if they didn't, you know, there'd be something wrong, wouldn't it? They'd all be. Uh, yeah, exactly. Be every it's, week, wouldn't you? If you had no oh, comments yeah. on it. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. But they've got. They've got everything they want. Travel costs, said like match kit, mm. everything. It's there. It's, mm. it's it's no expense for them, like. No, so, so. Yeah. Well, that's really uh, that's really good to hear because you know I was I was I was rooting for you guys to get yeah. up because you know I think you've been a great football club from the beginning, well, you know, grassroots days yeah. and the journey you've had from Bromley all the way up to the top of Kent and the cup wins and things like that. And it's yeah. always a shame when, you know, when it's not a sporting reason, it's a financial reason. When money gets in the way of stopping a team developing to their kind of full, you know, um, yeah. capabilities or their full potential, um, it's never nice, you know. And and when I heard the reasons why you couldn't go up, I, it, it kind of, it was a bit, I found it a bit, you know, a bit saddening to hear. But now you've kind of sold one side of the, of the um of the equation, but yeah. you're saying the squad's not the same, so that's the um, next side of it, isn't it? So so what's happened with the team and how's the what's happened over the pre-season with it all? Well, it's like any, any successful team, um, you find that your better players will be picked off. Hmm. Um, obviously, like this time last year when we had this chat, a few of the better, the premier champions players were picked off. And went to got contracts for scaffold yeah. clubs. Yeah. And that's what basically happened this year. Right. Sort of because it was sort of Owen and Arwen, if we was gonna do this deal with Matt, mm. um, some of the like I told the players it was happening, but they was like, Oh, we don't think it's gonna happen. Right. So they've all they sort of some of them moved up and some of them actually moved down. Sort oh, really? of like, yeah, it's a um, strange one. Yeah, but it's last couple of weeks we've had a few players come back with us. Yeah, because it just didn't didn't work out for them. Mm. And sometimes the grass isn't always greener, is it? No, it's not. And it's like one of the um, players from last year, Perry. He's quoted, "You literally they go into a different dressing room." Where they're used to addressing women with all mates. Yeah. And the game finishes and you're in that bar after, you're having that chat. Then all of a sudden that just disappears because you're in a different environment. Mm. They're not your mates. Nor yeah. they are with your teammates. Yeah. You know what I mean? And some of them, all, they, all they're there for is their dollar. In that. That's the thing. The best teams are the ones, you know, like you say, with the real team spirit where they are mates off the pitch and, you know, you have a pint and yeah. you don't, you don't it just, you know, as soon as the changing room teams, you don't just hear car doors slamming in the car park and everyone going home at half five. They're 
they're in the That's bar it. watching the watching the Saturday game, whatever it's on 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 Sky or whatever, having yeah. a pint and a and a bit of food together and kind of gelling and and that's where you get the the real teams from I think you know not from just having people that meet for an hour of training or two hours of training and 90 minutes yeah. on Saturday and then they they all spread out so I think yeah, yeah. it's not surprising that, to hear that feedback from from some of the lads that's it so it's sort of it's like I mean the last couple of weeks there is like sort of results have improved hmm. I mean it has been a very it's very tough difficult yeah. Management, management had to go out and. So let's of... yeah. So let, we'll come to the season in a minute because there's so much yeah. to um to to kind of talk <laughs> for. It's huge changes. So you you yeah. you've got the Kent United. It's Kent United. It's the new Kent United. It's new club. Yeah. And and your role with it now, Gary. What your secretary it's, it's, before are you still, still secretary? Yeah. I'm team secretary still of Kent yeah. United. Um, I've still got the yeah. I'm still with the RV. Oh, I've still, got... still going as as a, I, and I guess I, your reserves are now your first team in in the yeah, prem, are they? In, 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 in the prem, in, uh, no, Bromley, in the Bromley, in the, no, the Bromley Division Three. Oh, Brom, what your first? Oh, right, I thought that no, was that's what I'm minor. saying. We used now we used to have two in Bromley last year. That's when right. we, but just we had to fold one of the team, so right. okay. we just we just kept the team that enjoy playing football, drinking. Yeah, yeah. Like, which is what we just literally spoke yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So, uh, so the Velvet's still alive and well in Bromley, and and that name's still going on and still yeah. playing every Saturday. So that's good to hear. It is for this year because mm-hmm. that's part of the contract. Yeah, <laughs> got the Sunday side. Brilliant. So they they started their season today with an emphatic win. Oh, excellent! Yeah, it's all started today, isn't it? Again, yeah, the. Uh... Sunday, Sunday football started. Well, El started the weekend, didn't it? Obviously, you and me started a few weeks ago. Yeah, we, our, our division was 12th of August. I'm not sure if you you were a bit earlier than that, maybe. Yeah, we started. I mean, we, Saturday was my fifth game. Yesterday was my fifth game. Yeah. In the game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know how many you've got. You've we had to four in our division, um, but we yeah. we we had. A, I took a fixture break. Because holidays and things like that, I was away and others were away because it was the middle of the August, you know, it was like um, 12th of mm. August. It's a difficult time, isn't it? People have holidays booked and whatnot. So well, I was off for that one. So we missed one game, but we're up to three now. So that's, yeah, we're getting there. Yes, yeah, it. You know what I mean? It's like we, because obviously the bank holiday, we had to play over the bank holiday. I saw that. Yeah, you had like you played uh, Saturday and Monday, didn't yeah, you? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So management yeah, wise, had... you've got a new team coming um, to, yeah. to, to pick up the first team. Oh, the, the same management team, Janko and Tomo. They oh, they added they've added uh, Gary Cook to the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Another established non-league player. He's actually he, he's a player coach, quality centre half. So he's, mm-hmm. he brings a bit of how can I say it? wealth of experience. I would say to the yeah. team. Uh, very very uh, delicately put. Yeah, I think that's the way. I think this. Would put it. I mean, I don't think you broke sweat yesterday. He was that cool, calm, and collective on the ball yesterday afternoon. Lovely. That's the best way, isn't it? Why? Well, you know, it's like yeah. um, work. Well, they say um, work smart, not hard, isn't it? So you know, <laughs> if you can, well, if you can do it, do it. Well, if you look at my like the back two yesterday, the two centre halves, mm-hmm. the combined age come to uh, sixty. Wow. <laughs> 
Oh, that sounds young to well, me, but, you know. Yeah, well, that's it. Well, yeah, I mean, when you think it of it... It probably means one of them's one, the wrong side of the third, doesn't it? One was in his... No, one was in his teens and the other one was in his 40s. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, 18-year-olds. <laughs> Sent it back with him. You need a couple of 18-year-olds to bring the average down, don't you, in a oh, different well, age. Actually, yeah. But, um, yeah. So, OK, so let, 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 let's get into the season then. So, um, you're five games in. Um, yep. You've got your management team. You say the squad was slightly different, but you, you're getting players coming back in. So yeah. your pre-season with as Kent United, um, did you manage to get a few pre-free pre-season friendlies? Even kick my teeth in. We there? didn't Under even get. We got to. We did. We had one pre-season friendly. That's all we had. Oh, so it's a bit undercooked then. Very. It's everything was sort of rushed. Yeah. Um, because we had to do a name change. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to thank the Kent County League Committee mm-hmm. like, for helping that. Yeah. Kent FA yeah. doing a bit. Because, I mean, honestly, the paperwork and what you have to do to do a name change at this level, yeah. if anybody's thinking of doing a name change, don't do it at this level. Do it well, in yeah, Division good. 1. Yeah, yeah. We had to go to Wembley. Oh wow! Yeah, but so you had to go right up to the top. Yeah. No. But you got there. You got it done. So, so you know, hats off to you. The hard work was worth it because it sounds like you know, like we're saying, it's it's going to be a really good, a really good thing for for both. It's it's a a new project in the making for the owner and the team. Brilliant. It's sort of like said. Times absolutely. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's it's where you want to be. It's, mm. I mean, I've had a phone call the other day. Like, why didn't you why didn't you ask me to be your manager? I'm mm. so jealous. Gary, I thought we weren't going to talk about this. <laughs> now, you turned me down last year, mate. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but it's great to hear. Have, yeah, it's yeah. something you would you would have you would have you would have loved. Mm. You know what I mean? It's sort yeah, of yeah. It's you get your teeth into, isn't it? It's a, it's an ideal project for your team there and. Yeah, and um, and then I saw another name on Twitter come up. Was it? Did I, or maybe I'm if I'm getting this wrong, apologies. But did I? I saw Dean Harrison come up on Dean, Twitter. Dean, Dean Harrison is a part of it. Brilliant. Um, yeah, he's um, he's basically he's basically looking after the day to day role uh, running of the club. Okay. Um, yeah, Almost like a sporting director kind of role. Then. So yeah, it's sort of it's yeah. sort of. Yeah, it's sort Another of like, really experienced football guy, you know. I don't know Dean from Adam, but right, I've met well. him in the last couple. I've only met him since we had our first home game because mm. he's sort of like match day running of the like. If any we got the problems, we go to Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jenko knows Dean obviously like you do from years ago. Like uh, he's been around mm. the block, ain't he? Yeah, he's a good, good, very good coach. You know, top manager. You know, I know he's UEFA B. He's done a lot in non-league with. Um, I think he managed. I could get this wrong because I don't know his CV, but um, I'm sure he was at Fisher um, for a bit and done some good work there. I think he spent. He was coaching a bit maybe with BCD um, last year, um, and he's you know he's just a, a very um, yeah. step five up kind of manager experience so I'm sure yeah. that kind of experience and having that person around will be a, a good benefit to everyone yeah yeah so it sounds like they're bringing yeah. in some some good people got yourself yeah. there 
you know, others coming in. Um, so that sounds really positive. So your well, squad then, let's move on to that. Um, you've got one pre-season friendly in, you say. Um, yeah, we got one. one who was it against and, and how did it go? Sporting club terms, mate. Reserves or first team? First team. Wow, okay. So, yeah, uh, step, uh, step six club. Yeah, yeah step above. And uh, this, it was quite funny because on on their team was... Let's let me guess what this is. Jay, Frank, five ex-players for them. Right, well, five ex-Velvet lads in yeah. their squad or in their 11. Bloody hell. Four, four of them. Yeah. Played in the, in the cup final yeah. in the last season. Oh. And one of them was on the coaching staff. Oh, he right. was injured. He's player coach yeah. down there. Right. So that was a bit... A bit bittersweet. Yeah, it was bittersweet. It like, is, because it was... it's nice to see people get on. Uh, but equally, oh, yeah. you want them to get on with you. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that. We lost a few this, you know, likewise. We had some really good players last season with us that, you know, have gone on to play, you know, they've gone up a division to um, the Premier yeah. to play their football there. And all you can say is, you know, well done. You know, that's what we want. If they, we'd love them to do it with us. I think this season, you know, genuinely, we're, 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 we're really setting our sights high. We won't, you know, we're not going to say targets after three games <laughs> because it's too early. But we, you know, we know the improvement. We know where we want to get to. And, you know, you only get there by keeping your better players. But well, that's as, it. as it's worked out, I think we're we've had really good a really good preseason ourselves, bringing newer players in. We've got some really good experienced lads that have joined us, some old Bryden lads that you know have been around the club in the past are returning. So I think it's good times for us. Yeah. Ahead. So it's you know, and you're probably finding that now getting a few of your like you say a few of your lads returning already because. They, they remember the club and they, they remember the good yeah. times and, you know, they want to have them again. Well, let's see. It's, um, like I said, it's, like I said, a few of them come back. I mean, yesterday was probably the first time I think we literally had a first 11 that you can yeah. say, that's, a, that's I mean, and their right. result. I can't, result. I saw that result. So we'll talk, we'll, we'll catch up with that bit. So the friendly yeah, went really. all right, did it, with Thamesmead? Yeah, we lost 3 0. I mean, I think it was 1 0 until about the 80th minute. Legs, like. Yeah. Some loose and Yeah, we had a few trialists sort of like try to give me. when You know, it's like when you get your emails, uh, like, hello, my name is. I played previously at this club, that club. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, yeah, come down, like, you know what I mean? Because obviously you're always looking. You're always looking. Yeah. And when you think you see him play, and you're like, right, nah. And that's even me. say, Carlos Kickerball, they come in and they can't play, you know, can't make a pass. Yeah. But like you say, it, it, that's what pre-season friendlies are for, isn't it? Sorting the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, you know, exactly. let everyone come down, have a training session. Sure, if you want to come and we'll give you some minutes, see what you can do. And, you know, then you yeah. learn from that, don't you? But 3-0, you know, seeing as you don't need one game, I, I imagine they'd have a couple by then. The first game yeah, was difficult, think, you know, for think, legs and that. So it's not surprising the last 10 were, were, were a yeah. bit difficult, you know. I think it was their last pre-season because they kicked off a week before we did. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it was, I said it was it was good. Mm-hmm. So they said that. But going into the first game of the season, 
whenever I can't remember the date now, what four weeks ago I think it must have been. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it would have been four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Cuxton away, brand new team, just being promoted. Yeah, they come from the um, Central and East Division, didn't they? So... Yeah, they won. They won Division One. Mm-hmm. Good outfit, good little setup there now. Mm. Nice little, yeah, and uh, it was painful. Right. How, how did it, what was the uh, what was the good performance luck. like? First of all, was it? Um... It was different. Right. It was. It was because obviously you're used to uh, very you, high standards, yeah. aren't you, with what you've had in that division before? Yeah. Yeah, it's the only way, like, because everywhere I go, I get the same question. What's happened? Why are you down the bottom? Mm. Like, since, like, well, I say a couple of weeks, last few weeks, like Saturday, last in the cup game, then Bank Holiday Monday with Peckham, mm. yesterday, mm. down at uh, New Wombly. Mm. Sort of like, what's happened? What's happening? You're tra- like, well, got a brand new team. Yeah, but, exactly. It, and, it, and it takes time. It does take time to gel. And um... when, when you think of the 20-man squad we had for the cup final, we only had six players starting in the first game of the season. <laughs> hard, isn't it? It's, but it it's sounds a... like... So, so the first, the, the early parts of the season, then first two or three games, we can speak for it a bit, to, you know, but yeah. obviously there was no wins there for your first couple of games coming in. Then you had a cup game against the team in our division. That's what I think. South East Athletic, yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they're a nice, tidy team. They 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 they, play, oh, they try and play the right way and keep the ball well. And, you know, we had a game against them yesterday and it was another very competitive game for us. So how, how did you find that? Um, it was like a bit of a relief, to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. If like No disrespect to South East, but... It's sort of the difference between the golf of some of the teams in Division One compared to the Prem. Yeah. It's it was sort of like yeah, there were sort of like we're probably if you're looking at the level, we're looking at we we could be that level at the moment, mm. Division One level. Mm. Sort of I mean, we took took an early lead, mm-hmm. very good good goal. But that was it. Sort of we right. knocked the ball around, but we just didn't sort of um have that killer instinct like we would have done before. Right. They keep. I mean, I mean, to be fair, they keep uh, pulled off some blinding saves. Mm. Like the, I mean, it was a good game, I and mean, like I said, they are a very tidy little outfit. They, they are. They will, yeah. They will like pull up. I mean, Dan's done very well down there at Southeast. Dan to get that team back up mm. where because they was on their 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 ass basically, weren't they? A few <laughs> months ago. Yeah. So, but it was it was sort of like it's like they say it's a cups of like nice diversion. Yeah, exactly right. If things aren't quite going right, a cup game, yeah. you get a win in the cup, and then what yeah. follows after that? You know, it changes but, your outlook. It's that's what we thought when I mean, we sort of Peckham then Peckham come down to us. Yeah, good team. But, as well. I mean, we sort of bad mistakes again. Went went one nil up. Thought, yep, yeah, that's good. That's good. And then. We went 2-1 down, not long after that. Give a penalty away, 3-1. Keeper fumbles. Just, just, well, unfortunately, the keeper, the main keeper had a puncher. Couldn't get to the game. Right. Reserve keeper had to step up. Went like, oh, he was like, uh, oh, well, he's a goalkeeping coach. Yeah. At the game goal. 
Yeah. I hadn't played in, I don't know how many years, sort of vegans. Oh, God. Yeah, so it was 4-1 at half-time. Basically, Gaffer changed a few things. Second half, we come out, we won it 1-0. So it was like mm. progress. Exactly right, exactly right. And obviously, as like I said, we went into yesterday's game with high hopes. And um, so yesterday, you were playing against... New Wormley. Yep. Another well-established team. They've been in the that, that division for a few seasons now, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, they've they've always been up and up there. Yeah. Um, changed changed a few things. I had a very good chat with their management team before the game. Mm-hmm. Turns out a few of our, our older players know their management team. Okay. So we had a really good chat. Um, they've lost a lot of players as well. Right. But. It's a common theme at the moment, it seems, that you can't compete with money. No, well, that is that is very true, you know, and and we know that, you know, particularly, you know, uh, at the lower ends of, of the paid um, world, footballers can be fickle and, and even well, a tenner or a score difference a week, yeah, a game, well, I, is in, all it takes, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. someone's offering you 100 and someone offers you 110. They, they follow that, you yeah. know. Not all of them, you know. There are some. There's some good eggs out there as well, but you can't blame them, you know. Equally, it's money's money. Um, that's, well, that's it. Even if it's just like if someone's offering you ten pound or twenty pound to play, and last year you was having to pay a ten or fifteen pound to play, yeah, then it's a big difference. Yeah, exactly. Right. Sort of like it cover your petrol money. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it was it was good. We had a good chat, and I felt sorry for them because. Their bank holiday weekend, they got stitched right by the FA. A day away trip on Saturday to Bermondsey Town, then bank holiday Monday up to Stansfield. Oh. <laughs> 300 oh, miles. Up and down, they, up and down. Oh, my God. Yeah, they said it was Which 300 miles. Well. Oh, yeah. They oh, said it would be a couple of days. Oh, yeah, that's what they said. It would have been easier to stay over. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's what I said. It's, this level, I mean, like... takes dedication, that, doesn't it? Just a little bit. I mean, mm. they had a great result at Bermondsey, but then mm. they've suffered in the last two games to us and Stansfield. Yeah. So how did you get on? What was the, what was the result and, and how did they play? Uh, we started off like an ass on fire. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We went one up within five minutes, two up within 15 minutes. We were coasting. Mm-hmm. Everything was looking good. Um, they made they even made a substitution. Like after fifteen minutes, changed their centre half. Yeah, I mean, causing must have been causing a lot of trouble then if they had to do that so early. Well, that's what it was. I mean, but our striker is he was forty four years of age, and don't say that. I'm forty six, and I'm just thinking. I tell you what, I thought to myself, blimey, Cobes. He was like, he just, you would never, he just rolled back the years. Yeah. His experience against these these two centre-halves was mm-hmm. solid. I mean, it turned out that his best mate is the manager of New Womley. Right, they, okay. They, they played together for Ashford 20-odd years ago as a centre-half pairing. Been best friends ever since. Yeah, and he done that to him. Well, he actually shouted out at one point, like just after the um, substitution, he went, at this rate, you won't have any subs by half time. 
<laughs> so but, three, what two new, three new up was it you say? Or? No, we went went two new up. Two new up, yeah. Um, in about the twentieth minute, they got a dodgy free kick. Mm-hmm. Can't say too much because I'll probably get down by the FA. Yeah, but let's not do that, yeah. Yeah, I haven't, got uh, button. I haven't got a bleeper going, so yeah. Very, very dubious free kick. Right. They just put the ball in the area. Bad marking, 2-1. Right. Two minutes later, they get another free kick on the other side. Identical free kick, 2 all. Oh, wow. It was all like... good work, and then it, all and that, you all back all to square just, one. Just went, just went. And it was like, Jesus Christ. And it's funny, football but, momentum... When it swings, it swings. It becomes so well, much harder, doesn't it? Well, it gets worse. <laughs> we go up at the other end, get a corner. We take the corner. The keeper catches it, no man's land. Launches the ball down the end. Next thing you know, winger's got it, crossed it, 3-2. Are oh. <laughs> you like... Put oh, your hair out. It was like, out of hell. And it was like, we're just deflated. Yeah. But... The boy said the the boys picked themselves up, like so. The first half, where you got five goals, mm. like it was great for spectators, I suppose. Yeah, they, there. Like their money's worth, yeah. Yeah, they got and um, last minute of the game, we get a penalty. We've already had one penalty to put us one new up. Mm. So the young kid steps up to take his second penalty, and for, it's the first penalty he's ever missed. I've I've been told by his dad. Mm. He changed his mind at the last minute. Keep the guess right. He went mm-hmm. he went top right first penalty, mm-hmm. bottom left the second penalty. Keep the guess right, saved it. So we're three two down at half time. Right. And, and uh, missed two penalties. No, we missed, scored one. Scored score one, one. Missed one. Score so one. We should have been we should have been should have been three all at half time. Yeah. Right. Um. Well, let's just say that. Anybody under the age of 13 would never have been allowed in that dressing room at half time. Right. I honestly, you know, oh, he, the gaffer went into one. Tall one. Top, tall one. It's, um, because it's like he went into one. So the second half, like the boys come out and they come out the traps firing. Mm-hmm. We equalised within two minutes. Oh, another quick start then. Another quick start within. Ten minutes, we was in the, in the lead, four three up. Oh wow! Then he just went four three, five three, six three, seven three, eight three. It was, I I I don't think they attacked. They don't done anything. They was like they were deflated. So you won the second half six nil. Yeah. I mean, I mean that yeah. shows a bit of bottle and a bit of team spirit. Obviously, whatever he's he's said at half times oh, um, on the job, yeah. but. Equally, you know, you're saying, you know, the first few weeks, the results hadn't gone your way. You was on a bit of a bounce of losing streaks. And when you yeah. started that well, when you come back, you come in at half-time 3-2 down, you know, it's easy to, some teams could maybe, um, you well, know, not have that mentality to do to do the job because all them other results start playing on your mind. But they've gone out there and really stuck yeah. to it. I mean, that's a, that's a huge <laughs> result and a, a, a bit, bit nice on the that- goal difference as well, eh? Well, it, that's what we said when they're only buying us ten. Because when you when you look at our like our results, four one, four nil, four one, like it's yeah, it was it's a bit 
So we like, I mean, last season, I think we'd only conceded six goals up to Christmas or something like. You've done more than you probably probably equaled what you've done in the whole season, like, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. but that's so, a huge result. I mean, so you must have got you to you, your squad's probably still developing players coming in. But yeah. after that result, I mean, you must be optimistic oh. looking forward for the next six games. Oh, we're definitely definitely optimistic. Like I said, each week you can see it building, building, building. It's like I said, it's slow. It's mm. not what you I'm used to if mm. you like for the last couple of years of watching. But like I said, it's it's a brand new team. Everything's brand new. Yeah. It's the managers have done fantastic in bringing in players. Um, we had a player yesterday on loan. Like one of our old boys has moved up, has been injured, needed to come back. Um, so he, he come in, done a job, done a fantastic job. In fact, we've signed like signed. We're signing players every week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sort of like one. Of the, I think the best thing about yesterday was uh, one of my players from last year. Mm-hmm. Playing in Bromley Division Three last year, comes off the bench and scores two goals. Oh, amazing! What, so a, what a journey that is. Yeah, but that's seven. That's seven leagues difference. Yeah, huge. Yeah, it's who he sort of like wanted to sort of do. His brother was the one that wanted to do better, so he sort of followed him. And but he's ended up playing, and he gets two goals yesterday. Sort of like he should have scored last week against South East, but he was. It was ungreedy. Right. We said to him after. He's screaming at him, shoot, and he's laying it off. Yeah, he's laying it off, sort of thing. It was like, because he was a brand new first team, first team ever game, sort of thing. Mm. Didn't want to be Billy Big Bollocks. Mm. But said so he went out yesterday, done the business. I've said we ended up, we had eight eight different goal scorers. Amazing. That's, oh, seven, right, so seven, that, that's amazing. Seven, that, that, you know, I say seven, amazing, but that is sorry, amazing, isn't it? I seven, mean, seven different goal scorers yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. it was shared, shared around. Um, I mean, it's quite funny because they won 7-1 today, the Sunday boys, and they had seven different goal scorers. Oh, well, there you go. 14 goal scorers in 24 hours. That's uh, That's got to be some sort of a record as well, isn't it? So, so the season's looking, you know, it's it started off... It started a, off... started I mean, a, a bit a... slow with the preparation, but for obviously good reasons with yeah. all the all the changes that were going on that we, we, we've just mentioned. And yeah. your squad's kind of, you know, a very a very we're, strong result yesterday. So I think we can kind of say that you're looking upwards uh, now. And well, yeah, we I mean, well, like I said last weekend, we're bottom of the table. The only way is up. Yeah, it's like it's a no-brainer, and it is. We are sort of every week you can see the improvement, and improvement. Yeah, I mean, we ain't counting no chickens. You know, it's only one win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, but it's, it's you. It all that's how it always starts. So it has the start of a win, doesn't it? Well, that's, know, I mean, then, if you look at the league table, it's only Chipstead and Halls at the top five are up there at the moment. Yeah, Baldwin and Minster are down, not far from us. Yeah, in the league. Yeah, I noticed that actually. Yeah, I was, I was keeping half an eye on Minster results because potentially, depending on. How they do in the? We've got a buy, but how they do in the first round of the um, cup? They could potentially be one of our opponents in the next round for us. So I'm we're, kind of keeping an eye on it. Could be a nice game. Yeah, that's it. What home or away? 
We'll be at home. So oh, we'll get them on our lovely Astro. See how they like it. Uh, so, yeah, because I don't. Yeah, they both play on grass, don't they? Because Baldwin yeah. have moved. Baldwin have moved into Ramsgate, I think. Or is right. it Minster moved? No, Minster have moved into Ramsgate. Yeah, they're more out that way, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of change this year because the new rule in the Prem is that each team has to have a dugout. Has to oh, have right. dugout. Right. Yeah. Okay. Not that it's happened at the moment. One of the teams we played, and I felt really, but. Yeah, you're supposed to like so. There's um, I think there's eight teams there that are playing out of. Well, not take our one out. I think there's seven teams playing out of grounds that could go into Skeffel. Amazing. Literally. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, everything's set up. Like where last year you only had Peckham Town that Mm. could go Skeffel. Well, halls could have gone, but there was complications there. Mm-hmm. And halls have moved into Scaffold Grand. Mm-hmm. Where are they now then? They're, they're, I know their reserves play at Dartford, don't they, on the Astro? Yeah, and they still do. But they've moved to Erith Town. Erith Town have moved out to Thamesmead. Yeah, yeah, I know now. Yeah, one of our lads, one of our midfielders has moved moved over to them this season. He's gone to their first team in there. He's starting yeah. every game. He's doing really well there. So yeah, yeah. They're, they're playing at the athletics track, but that's a lot of work in progress at that ground. Yeah, few javelins and shot puts thrown on that pitch. Let me tell you, my son used to go to that athletics club. Well, I don't know if you heard about the first game of the season. No, no, no. First game of the season, Halls were playing Ashford, so Ashford's travelled all the way up. So mm-hmm. you're talking about now a 20 minutes drive, I think. Yeah. And mm. the referee called the game off 45 minutes before kickoff. Because the shot put area wasn't there was divots everywhere. Oh, you could make it up. I, I was I said it in jest because, but I know, you know, from being at there uh, and on there, you know, I've thrown a few shot puts in my time and a yeah. few and a few discus. And um, yeah, it, it's the same field basically, isn't it? You know, yeah, so that yeah. bottom end, that bottom yeah. goal end is is going to get peppered. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, not, yeah. I, I felt. Yeah, when I spoke with George and Chris, and they were telling me about, he was like, you could, because we played them on the Wednesday, hmm. like, and they had, they had to go down here and fill it, fill in bowl counts. Here with Tan had their own groundsman, hmm. and he used to prepare the pitch. It was all fine. But of course, now they've taken it over halls. It's down to the leisure centre. Didn't do anything. Right. Well, they have to look at that, won't they? Because it's yeah. not going to change. And as you get into winter, it's just going to get worse. You know, the, the, the softer the ground, the more the yeah. more, more it's going to cut up, isn't it, with those with the athletics activities? But oh, that's interesting anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, coming away from football slightly, more from the management and team point of view. I think, did I see somewhere that no. you had your boots on last week? Yeah. I had my boots on after, oh, God, six six years, I think, seven years. Amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that, it must have took something special to get you to, to come back out of retirement. It was um, very special. A friend of mine in work um, went in for a routine operation on his nose, 
he'd been feeling really tired and lethargic and he couldn't understand it and they said it could have been his sinuses so went into the hospital so they done an MRI on him just before and they found a brain tumour oh god and uh yeah, and they had to put him into an induced coma there and then. Oh, it's been two and a half months now. Um, and um, he's come out, he's, they've taken him out of, is it intensive care unit, ICT? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there's nothing more they can do for him. It's a case of this hope and pray. Mm-hmm. So, one, a few of the boys in work said, like, we've got to do something for him. Yeah. So they, they said, well, why don't we have a football match? Because he, he's a big Man City supporter. And this happened a week before they won the treble. Oh. So he never got to see the treble. Gotcha. Oh. Like, he's literally... So he lives in Danham, goes to watch Bromley. Mm-hmm. One of the boys in work... His boy plays for Bromley. So we managed to get the pitch for nothing. So they donated the pitch, the time and effort, Bromley. Well done, Bromley. Yeah, it was. And, uh, generous, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, we made the game on Bank Holiday Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so there's quite a few of us that sort of come out of retirement. Well, yeah, you can't, I mean. But, I mean, obviously, you know my my issues. Yeah, my health. So, but it meant it meant a lot for me to be there to play. Yeah, uh, we managed to raise nearly four thousand pounds. Wow, cool! That's a tremendous amount. Really great, great which, stuff. That yeah, which will sort of go towards if if he sort of gets out, he's going to need a lot of help at home and this and that. But it's just a little. It won't do a lot, but it's something. Well, you know what? I think it will show, won't it? The, the the love that he's got, and you know all the supports that's, there, that's, and you know his wife, his wife and two daughters come. Mm. We had a, we had a little trophy presentation after, and it's sort of like, and you can see the what it meant to her, mm. the love for this man of her husband. It was sort of, yeah, it was it was it was gutting, but yeah. It was worth it. I told you. Well, lovely wife, thing to do, you know, and and yeah. like you say, it's it's not just it's for him, of course, but obviously, as you say, yeah. you know, his family as well. They're going to get that, you know, see how much yeah. he means to others outside of it, which is comforting yeah. sometimes as well. And and, uh, oh, yeah. and you got you got a run out and um, run the game out. itself yeah. was was it a bit of fun? Was it enjoyable uh, or, or it, was it you was, in absolute pieces? I was in pieces after. Um, it was probably one of the most enjoyable games I can I'll never forget. Yeah. I mean I've had I've had some great times playing football, but that I mean like at the age of fifty seven, sort of putting your boots back on and getting out there. I mean, it, you you've got the laugh. Hmm. Um I don't know if you know Craig Pitts. He's the I don't know. I've heard, I know the name, but I, I don't I don't know him. Craig Pitts is the Glebe assistant manager. Right. Okay. What it was, his father works with me. Mm-hmm. So, and he's a very close friend of Jamie's. They live near each other. So they did car share. So what we done was, between the four of us that organised it all, 
Raf would be captain of one team, I'll be the captain of the other team. Mm-hmm. So Raf got played to play. So I've I've come out of the, the changing rooms, like through the tunnel. You've got all my lot looking like the dog and duck, and you've got Craig warming the other team up, and they're doing their dog sprints and they're running around the cones. <laughs> what the f is going on here? Yeah, push-ups. <laughs> oh my god! I can just imagine you're not coming out. Stubbing oh, your yeah, cigarettes out on the floor. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it was like a typical Sunday outfit playing against them. It was, and it's like, oh, this is this ain't on, this ain't it's right. A really we, tough afternoon, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, most of us was in our 50s, and yeah, the opposition had quite a few youngsters, and it was, mm-hmm. it was funny. I mean, I, I spent most of my time on my arse. <laughs> I sort of like, because obviously, like, there was about 150 people watching. Brilliant. Oh, it was okay. like, yeah, yeah and because they, they all like, all me, it's all, all postmen. Yeah. It's all like, and few wives and girlfriends, whatever, mm. like, but they all know my condition. So you can imagine it's like when I went arse over tit. Mm. I remember like me, just picking myself up and just picking the black bits off my face. <laughs> uh, it was just, it was just one of them, but, yeah. I was in, come come Sunday and Monday, mate. I was in bits. Yeah, I bet. So a week later, are you all right now? Can you can you walk again? Can you put your socks on by yourself? Just a bit. I mean, yeah. if you would have, you would have seen me back already Monday in the dugout. Like normally, I might just stand there and sort of. I couldn't even. I couldn't even talk. I could I could stand? <laughs> it was. Oh, but like I said, it was it was for a special man. It was a special day. Yeah, and it, it made some special memories for me. That's, that's what it's all about, isn't it? And it's something like you say, memories yeah. for you, for everyone that got involved in the day. Um, yeah, memories for the family, and you know, raising thousands yeah. of pounds, which is amazing. Which is, you know, yeah. it's not it's not an insignificant amount. It's going to help in some way, which is which is we lovely like to hear as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. we like to think it will. Even yeah. it gives them it gives them an holiday just to sort of get away and just forget about their troubles. Exactly right. Exactly right. I, I I don't know what they're going through. I can only imagine. Hmm. So, but yeah, it was it was just nice getting it. It was nice getting back in that changing room and getting changed and the banter. Hmm. I, I know I'm in the changing room at the moment because I'm sort yeah. of like I'm like kit man, water boy. And all that sort of your secretary though it's different isn't it when you go yeah. into a dressing room like me I go into a dressing room and I'm a manager so I know everyone's going to yeah. stop you know it's almost like you open the door everyone shuts up kind of thing and then you walk out and they'll all start talking it's not the same as being a player and in there and being in no, there it. and being around that's... you know it's, I mean it's like yeah it was I mean like I said I sort of walked I walked in after the game we, we lost on penalties like oh right okay yeah yeah, it was a case of we went we went to penalties. Um, do you know Brian Stafford at Belvedere? I do know a little. Yeah, I know. Yeah, him. yeah. Brian refereed it for us. Oh, lovely! Because the Belvedere manager, Azza, yeah, and they he he sort of, he, he's the one that organised the pitch. He was the manager of the team. Um, so it was like it was like properly done, and he took it seriously. Yeah, because when 
the opposition equalised, we're going blow up. There's only three minutes to go, blow up. We're going to penalties. He won't blow up. And we're thinking, they're going to score here. <laughs> Held out, got to penalties, it, and it was probably yeah. like a, great, a great day out for, you know, a very serious day, but obviously, you know, yeah. with football, it's there to kind of bring relief to people and maybe, That's you know, it. for a few minutes, you know, they can see yeah. the love that's there and it can kind of bring a bit of relief for them as well. Totally. Uh, what a great day, you know, and, and I would have, I wish I'd known, I would have paid to have seen you running around and falling well, on your ass. It would have been a great day I, as well. I, I got messages because I stuck it on my socials that I was doing it and I got messages from people, I'm coming to watch. Yeah. I'm just coming to get my own back. Yeah. All the abuse I give as a manager, yeah. like, and it was, yeah. but I didn't turn up, thank God, but. The threat was there. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, it was there. And like I said, it was, Brilliant. I mean, like I said, I've got, I've got a lot of um, pats on the back mm. after. Because none of them thought I could do what I could do after what I've been after what I've been through the last yeah. four years. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot, doesn't it? You, yeah, you, I mean, you still got it. That's it. I mean, I've, I've been earning you up last March. Oh really? All right. Yeah. So it's, it's so on top of what I've been through, I try have an yeah. earning operation yeah. last March. Yeah. So yeah, you still get around a bit. Yeah. You guys, you know, as yeah. I said, genuinely, you know, the fact I'm all for sporting fair play and, and the fact that you guys, you know, last what season four last had the best team in Kent and you yeah. weren't able to go up, you know, I, I, that that that's that's not right for me. Um and it sounds like now you've got that that side of the um the equation got, all in hand. It. So now you just need to get the, get get your team back, get your boys back and get the yeah. team going again. And and I'm sure you will. Yeah. Um, hopefully we will, but like I said, it's a project. Yeah. Not this year, next year, but yeah. it will. You build to it. Well, look, let's it let's will... put a, let's put a pin in it there. I'm gonna we'll get a date in maybe March time. Give it six months, and we'll see how how it's moved on. It'd be lovely to see you know how your seasons progress and have another catch up then. Pete, I'd always um, have a catch up with you, sir. Lovely, it and um, I really yeah, so I really enjoyed it again, you know, and. Great to see, you know, all the changes and all the exciting things that are going on there. And I'll be watching. I'll be watching on the uh, socials and keeping a track on your on your performances uh, in the season. But yes, until then, take day. great care as always. And I look forward to uh, speaking to you in a few months. I look forward to it, mate. It's always a pleasure, and I can't believe how well you're looking, mate. Oh, thank you very much. I'll take that from you. <laughs> you look like yourself, and good luck going forward, mate. All right. All the best. See you soon, mate. Thanks again to Gary. Really good conversation. Always a pleasure catching up. Uh, let's move on now to the classified results then from Kent County Division 1 West on Saturday the 2nd of September. Bryden Ropes Reserves 5, South East Athletic 3. 
Crayford Arrows 3, Parkwood Rangers 2. Dance and Sports 3, Falconwood 8. Langley Sports 1, Equinocchial 3. Metrogas 5, Bromleyans 2. And in the Interregional Challenge Cup tie, Fleetdown United 2, Sporting Club Thamesmead Reserves 1. So some really good uh, wins there. I think there's some quite high scoring games still going on. So let's have a quick look now how those results affect the league table. Our first view of the Kent County Division 1 West table. First place, Long Lane, played three on nine points. Three games, three wins. Falconwood played three on nine points. Third place, Sporting Club Thamesmead Reserves. Fourth, Equinocchial. Fifth, Bromleyans. Sixth, Bryden Ropes Reserves. Seven, Metrogas. Eight, Langley Sports. Ninth, Crayford Arrows. Tenth, Parkwood Rangers. And... Early in the relegation zone, we've got 11th South East Athletic and 12th place Dance and Sports. So very tight table already. There's some uh, real interesting um, results that have come in this week. And as we'll have a quick look over the table there in a bit more detail. Um, Long Lane, perfect start for them. Um, three wins, you know, free play, three wins and very strong. We found that out um, ourselves last week. Uh, Falconwood, newly promoted from um, Division 2, just come straight into the division and um, had a great start. Three wins from three, you know, 16 goals scored, four conceded. So very good start indeed. Sporting Club Thamesmead, um, another almost perfect start. Two wins from three with a draw, which was obviously our first home game. So, we, we you know, we're the only side so far that they've dropped points to. They're sitting nicely in third place on seven points. And Equinocchial, they've, they've played the game fewer than the teams above them, but they've had a perfect start also. Um, two wins from the first two games and uh, sitting nicely on six points. Uh, Bromleyans, four played on six points. So a few more games played than some of them around there. But um, points are all that's important in the early stages. And they're, as I said, three points off um, you know, those top two promotion places in the early, in the early days of the season. Um, we're sitting quite nicely there on um, four points from three games, uh, won, won a game, drawn a game and, and lost a game. Um, so we, we've had good consistency at home, so we're happy with that. Um, now we just look to uh, try and improve that and see if we can uh, improve our luck away and pick something up on our travels next week when we go to uh, Bromleyans. Um, Metrogas, they've only won one so far, but it was a big win from last week um, against Bromleyans, a big 5-2 win there. And we know Metrogas from last season, and if they've kept the core of the squad there, um, they've got a, a decent management team there. I'm sure that will get their confidence going and, and they'll they'll kick on and start picking up points in no time at all. Um, moving down to the bottom of the table, then we've got... Um, three teams that haven't scored or yet to score points. So nine out of the 12 have all got wins or got points on the table. So it's a good start for, for most. Shows how competitive the division actually is. Parkwood Rangers on 10th point, 10th, 10th place on 
No points from two games and they're minus five. Southeast Athletic just sitting in the early relegation zone on minus six. And Dancing Sports, they're sitting there at bottom of the table by virtue of goal difference on minus 14. So that's quite a heavy goal difference there for them just after three games. Um, it's surprising. I think they, they, they've probably had a few players and uh, a few squad changes there. They were a very um, good side when we played them last season. Um, but I'd imagine some changes have, have been afoot there in the uh, in the summer. So um, let's see how they develop over the coming weeks. So let's have a look ahead to the fixtures um, for next week. So... Kent County again, Division 1 West, and we're looking ahead to the 9th of September. And the fixtures are as follows, and I'll add some predictions just for a bit of fun, see how close we can get. So Bromleyans v Bryden. Um, I don't put, obviously, for obvious reasons, put predictions down on our teams, but um, it's a bit of an unknown. They've won two, lost two, you know, some of the results they've had have been good. Um, we've never played. I don't really know a lot about them. So we've just got to turn up, do our best performance and, and see where it takes us on that one. Uh, Equinocchial v Dance and Sports. Equinocchial have had a, a very fine start with the two wins um, out of two. And Dance and Sports, as we just uh, mentioned, uh, haven't had the best of starts. And I know Equinocchial are a really fine footballing team. And at home particularly, they're they're a tough team. So I would see that as a 4-0 win for Equinocchial. Uh, Falconwood v Crayford Arrows. Now, Falconwood, um, perfect start. They, they're they're going to be one of the teams in the mix. I think I said that on the first episode of the season last week. Crayford had a had a difficult start um, with a with a heavy defeat to um, Sporting Club Thamesmead on the opening day, but the results have improved since then. And so I think it'll be a, a tighter game than it would have been um, necessarily on paper, but I'm going to still go with a 3-0 win to Falconwood. Um, I think they're they're just going to be too strong on the day. Uh, Long Lane v Langley Sports. Um, Long Lane are on fire at the moment. You know they, they've hit the ground running. I think they were very unfortunate not to get promoted to the uh, Prem Division last season. They were certainly the form team, I think, in our division for the last five or six games. Certainly, they they were kind of winning every week and came from you know quite quite a way down the table. They kind of jumped up uh, every week. They they were rising and rising, and I think. Maybe from memory, it might have just been goal difference. I'm not quite sure, but it was very close. So I'm expecting big things for them. So I'll back them on this one as well. And we'll go 2-0 home win uh, for Long Lane. And the last fixture is Parkwood Rangers v Metrogas. Um, Parkwood newly promoted. Um, they, 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 they've probably not done quite as well. Um, maybe finding the transition to the division a bit a bit more difficult than obviously Falcon would have who have hit the ground running fantastically well. Um, I think Metro Gas on the back of their win last week they'll have um, a bit of the uh, a bit of momentum. So I think looking at that and taking all that into account, I'll, I would say um, Parkwood one, Metro Gas three. I'll I'll back them for the away win. So. That brings an end um, to the episode. I hope you enjoyed the interview. I hope you enjoyed all the uh, talk through the divisions and the results and everything. I've really enjoyed recording this one. And I hope you have a great week in football. And I look forward to seeing you all next week. 
So that is it. The end of another show. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, the Grassroots Graphics, and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show, and I'll see you next week. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.